Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. Uh, I've probably seen that video, what, 50 times, and uh, it brings back a lot of different memories. Yeah. It's pretty wild. So we're, we've done over 185, actually, I think this is the 185 show, if I've got it right. Nice. Um, cool. Talking to Peoria area difference makers and uh, people like yourself that really help change Peoria. Thanks. Well, I'm, pr I'm happy to be here, and thank you for having me. Oh, not a problem. Today we're talking with Gail Young of Susan G. Komen. Uh, tell us what Susan G. Komen is for those that okay. don't know. For those that don't know, um, Susan G. Komen is the world's largest breast, grassroots breast cancer organization. Um, it was actually started by Peorian Nancy Goodman Brinker. Uh, and in, in honor of a promise that she made to her sister, Susan Komen, when she uh, passed away of breast cancer at the age of 36. And Nancy promised her sister that she would do everything she could to find cures for breast cancer so that no family had to go through what their family has gone through. And um, that was over 35 years ago. Wow. And uh, Coleman is now the largest funder of breast cancer research uh, outside of the United States government and has invest invested uh, billions of dollars into community health projects as well. Wow, that, that's an amazing thing. Yeah. It's, it's such an amazing thing to see all the runners mm -hmm. downtown. Mm -hmm. uh, we were just talking a few seconds ago. This was one of the first interviews, live interviews right. that Stacy did. <laughs> right. Was right there in, uh, in whatever the word is, uh, talking with all the interviewing, right. all the different people um, from the race and everything. So how did you get involved with you know, I got involved because um, a, a friend um, and a, a lovely lady that I went to church with who was the confirmation director at our church uh, had a breast cancer battle, and she did not survive. And it really motivated a number of us to, uh, to get involved. A good friend was already volunteering at Coleman and said, come and help me with the grants. Uh, we, we do community health grants, and there's a whole process, a, community, a competitive grant process. And she said, will you come and help me? And I said, I'd love to. And so I got involved that way. I had participated with the, the race previous, but I'd really not um, been involved at, at a deeper level. So that got me got me motivated to get involved, and I've I've been um, actually volunteering and on staff um, for over fifteen years. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thanks. It's so cool what they've done around Peoria and right in the center of town too. Right. right? right, right. <laughs> well, and, you know, and it's it's interesting to see the changes that have occurred since you know uh, Nancy and Susie were first first walking this breast cancer journey. And, you know, the very first race for the cure, um, which was 34 years ago here in Peoria, mm -hmm. um, you, you could not say the word breast on television. 
So that shows you how we were not having any discussion about this disease. It was, it was something you just didn't talk about. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things I'm most proud of, uh, as far as the organization goes, is the fact that, that we have, have made it something that you discuss, that you share within your family. We know that there's family connections with breast cancer, mm -hmm. you know, and, and people were, were afraid to talk about it. And now it, it's something that, that we share, that we talk about, that we make sure that our children know what our family history is. If we have a, an elevated risk, we make sure that people know that so that they can get the screenings and do the things that they need to do. So um, have, have really impacted um, the, the, the whole breast cancer movement as an organization. Sure. So share some of the s statistics that you have in regards to breast cancer and who it's impacting. Sure. And Sure. Um, well, a couple things. Let, let me just say, when, when Coleman started, um, the uh, your survive your five year survival rate of an early stage breast cancer was about seventy percent. Okay. Your five year survival rate of an early stage breast cancer today is over ninety nine percent. Wow. Mm. Um, now we still lose about between forty five and fifty thousand women a year to breast cancer, and that is because we have uh, uh, some aggressive breast cancers, and this is all this is all information that we have learned over the years. Is sure. that there are a re very aggressive forms of breast cancer, um, triple negative breast cancer, inflammatory breast cancer, hormone positive breast cancers that have a high uh, uh, rate of reoccurrence, okay. and then that leads to metastases to metastatic cancers, which means that the cancer is spread outside of the breast and and attacks other organs. And those are the cancers that are taking women's lives, um, you know. And and the, the fact that we we've impacted that early stage, but we still are losing those women um, to these aggressive breast cancers. In 2016, Susan G. Komen decided that we really needed to target our efforts. If we were going to impact the, the mortality rate, mm -hmm. we needed to impact it through the research, and we needed to focus our research. And so in 2016, uh, the organization developed what they call a bold goal. And that bold goal is to reduce the, the deaths from breast cancer by 50% over 10 years. That's great. That's a... That's a, that's a bold goal. Anybody that's in statistics is out there shaking their head thinking, wow, mm -hmm. and how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to do that by targeting the research to those aggressive breast cancers that take women and men. 1% of all breast cancers are in men, um, but take women and men's lives. And so um, this year alone, 70% uh, of all the research dollars went into studying and treating uh, metastatic disease. And that, and that, I mean, the, the goal, the hope, and the prayer is that that will impact um, those those statistics about uh, mortality. Mm. So. Is has early detection helped? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, we can we can look at that statistic from the seventy percent to the to the ninety nine, almost ninety nine percent, and. Uh, you know, I, I think that that early detection message was one that uh, we, we have pushed for, for many years, but it also just started that conversation, you know, that conversation about, uh, about uh, screening, about he healthy lifestyle choices, mm -hmm. about knowing your family history, all those things that can help us be our own best health advocate and be an, an informed um, patient if we have to be. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. 
You guys have some fundraising events coming up, we don't you? Do. We do, you know, <laughs> and I'm just so excited to be here because the biggest thing that uh, that I want to just share a little bit about is, and and, and people may have, have heard some about it, um, the Race for the Cure is getting a facelift. Mm. It is transitioning this year to the More Than Pink Walk. Okay. And th this, this change was not something we entered into lightly. Uh, we went through a lot of data analysis about running events. And you know what I was mentioning to you that when we started this 34 years ago, you couldn't even say the word breast on television because we just weren't talking about breast cancer. Mm -hmm. But at the time, that first year, there were, there were three running events in Peoria. Now there are over 88 within the city alone. And if you take the surrounding area, there, there's probably 150 different running events. And so we found that, that the numbers of people participating were, were dropping. Hmm. Um, and so we felt we needed to do something because you know what? We, we've got this bold goal and we have, to, we have to work hard to raise the dollars to go into research. And so um, the national organization started to do a lot of data analysis of, of people that participated. And we found that um, in, in our race, only about 5% of all people that participated were runners. But the run was the focus. And um, the, if you said the word Susan G. Komen, people said breast cancer. But they didn't know what that really meant. Sure. They didn't know what the mission of the organization was. And so um, we we worked with the national organization. We went to pilots around the country where we were in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. We were in Milwaukee. They've hosted pilots all over the country to get a feel uh, for this potential change. Mm -hmm. And um, when we came away, we were, we were very positively pleased that, um, you know, if somebody comes to the event on May 11th at the Metro Center, same place, same time, it will have a bit of a different look. I mean, pink will still be the dominant color, mm -hmm. but we want this event to be about the mission. We want it to be about where the dollars go, how we're impacting, how people that participate are impacting this fight against breast cancer. We want it to be about the survivors. We want it to be about those living with metastatic disease. And so there's a lot of new things on site that will help people um, get uh, get that knowledge and that understanding of, of the mission of Susan G. Komen. And so we did adopt the new More Than Pink Walk format. And um, we're, we're just excited to offer something new. After 34 years, it's it's going to be exciting to have a, a little bit different look and feel, uh, but, but still working for the same cause. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean then, the More Than Pink? Um, well, you know what? It means that what we do is... We've been so wrapped up over the years in just in the pink ribbon, but that alone is not going to get us where we need to be. You know, we need to make sure that people understand what's involved with the research. Okay. That they understand that Coleman helps provide uh, top-notch care, making sure that in our communities, we, we host a, a breast cancer symposium every year with the University of Illinois College of Medicine surgical department, and that is bringing in top uh, researchers and educators so that our providers in our community have that the best information available that they are treating you know you don't have to leave Peoria you are getting the 
best care possible right here um, that we're advocating. We, we take action. We are down in Springfield. We are up on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., advocating for women, uh, for, for bills and things that impact uh, breast cancer. Right now, um, in the state of Illinois, there's a, a Senate bill, Senate Bill 162, which we are co-sponsoring, which would provide um, diagnostic mammograms with no copay and deductible. We, through our community profile process, found out that there were women who would go in for a screening, a, a, a regular mammogram screening, which is one of the 10 preventative services covered under affordable care. Mm -hmm. And um, they uh, would get called back. And so they needed then a digital uh, or a, a diagnostic mammogram. Mm -hmm. Well, then your copay and deductible kicks in. And we have women making the decision that they couldn't, they couldn't afford it. Mm. And so I'm your doctor. I've seen something and something that I want you to come back for and, and look at further. But you have to make the decision because you don't have that out-of-pocket, uh, those out-of-pocket dollars to not get that next level of screening. And so um, we're, we're working uh, to make sure that we can get that. It was interesting because there was a big gap in, in the continuum of care. The, the basic mammogram was covered, and then you skip past diagnostic, which had copay and deductible, and go to ultrasound and MRI, which are covered by something called the BEST Act. Hmm. So, you know, we had women drop, dropping out of the continuum of care, which is, is not acceptable, especially when there might be something suspicious. Yeah. So, so we're out there, we're out there um, advocating. We're on, on Capitol Hill, Hill. We're down in Springfield uh, doing that. And then also educating our community. We've worked for many years to make sure that the breast health message gets out in our community. Um, I was just sharing with you earlier, we have a very active Circle of Promise Committee, uh, which is an, a group of African-American breast cancer uh, survivors. The majority of them are survivors or others have been impacted by the disease. Mm -hmm. And they have made it their mission in our community to make sure that the breast health message reaches women in the African-American community. Um, you know, African-American women um, have a much higher risk of dying from breast cancer than, than white women. And that's related to um, access to care. That's related to late stage disease diagnosis. That's related to the fact that African-American women get a higher level of triple negative breast cancer, which is a very aggressive breast cancer. Oh, wow. So it's very important to be out there educating and yeah. making sure that our community knows it. So it's, it's more than just that pink ribbon. It's, it's the action that you take. You know, sure. It moves you to get out and, and do things and, and uh, be involved and make sure that um, we're helping our community be as healthy as it can be. All right. So speaking of being involved, yes. how can people yes. come help? Well, we would love, first of all, we would love for you to just sign up as and, and come out and be with us on May 11th and that on that morning as part of the More Than Pink Walk. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we also are in need of some volunteers. Um, we will have people that will need to help. Uh, there's a new giveaway this year at the event. Um, it's kind of a fun piece that goes along with the, some of the changes that are coming. And so everybody that comes on site will get one of those new, the new giveaway, which will keep it kind of a fun secret. Um, <laughs> And uh, um, then also, you know, handing out T-shirts, helping people get registered, helping in the survivor tent. You know, we do, we do breakfast for our survivors. We have a new thing this year where if you are a fundraiser for us, 
Um, and you raise a certain amount of money, there's a special tent with all kinds of neat, fun, um, might be uh, its own breakfast area, might have, um, uh, I think we referred to it as FOMOSAs, not, not real mimosas, but FOMOSAs, <laughs> and uh, its own pink porta-potties and all kinds of neat things to say thank you for going that extra, that extra mm. mile to help us raise more dollars. So we'll need help with, uh, with those kinds of things. Uh, there's a kid zone this year, uh, which we're thankful the Peoria Park District is going to partner with us on. Very so cool. help needed there, um, handing out the food that we always give out every year. So lots of opportunities for volunteering. And actually, the weekend before the More Than Pink Walk, we have our Brats for the Cure event, which mm -hmm. is a huge event, um, always hosted in the parking lot of Schnooks, mm -hmm. and uh, in need of volunteers for that, grillers, um, people to help with uh, wrap food, help deliver. Uh, so you can call our office, and if you're interested in any of those things, we can get you information on all that. So what's the phone number? 691-6906. Do you guys have a website, too, that they can go to? Uh, ColemanMemorial.org. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you guys have an office in town? We do. We're in the Metro Center, uh, side, of the, side of the walk. Uh, same place it's been for 34 years wow. since that very first one. And our office is in the back of the Metro Center, kind of on the far back wall. Um, Nick and Willie's and Naturally Yours, kind of right back in that corner. Yeah. Last year was um, kind of a special year for us because, well, special in different way I guess because my wife was diagnosed last year and through screening yes. they found right and so we got to go my wife insisted we go and run mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. spend some time yeah. she really wasn't up to running no absolutely yeah, she's well and that and there. that's kind of part of it you know I mean we would have people walk that were pushing people in wheelchairs because they are going through treatment in their week. And, and um, so it, it's really this year, and, and I'm hoping that you'll be back, yeah. but that, that you, you'll really um, appreciate the fact that that focus is really on survivors. Yeah. Uh, new Pathway to Hope, which, is, which will be part of that opening ceremony, um, as well as really seeing your participation, where yeah. those dollars go and how they're helping. Yeah, and it was a real celebration of life. Yeah, absolutely. It really was. I absolutely. Mean, it was a cool, cool absolutely. Thing. Yeah. Uh, it takes on a different. It takes on a. You know, you had been there years ago, but it takes on a different feel when you're coming at it from that. I mean, you are right. you're a co-survivor. Yeah. You walk that journey. You know, when somebody has cancer, and not just breast cancer, but any cancer, mm -hmm. it affects it, it affects the whole family. So yeah. you you walk that journey with her and your and yeah. your children and your family. Um, so it was a day of celebration. Yeah. Yeah, Sheriff Asbel was there with his little green yes, uh, pink yes. tutu. Yes, well, that that's yes, <laughs> Sheriff Asbel. Uh, he was he really got into it last year and did a great job. Um, the uh, Rhonda Guyton, who uh, works with the sheriff, is is um, a jail superintendent, um, is a survivor, and she challenged him to do some fundraising and do all kinds of fun things. And and we have a lot of people that do that. You know, they'll they'll mm -hmm. get a team together. They'll they'll challenge uh, their friends to come out and support. Be there donate to their team do a fundraiser and he was he was a great sport about it because he yeah, did he walk was. around all day in a in a tutu i gave him a hard time yeah. a little bit later and he's like it's all for good all for good that's it exactly right yeah. well we're here with uh gail young uh you're the mission director for susan g Coleman. Correct. we appreciate your thank time thank you thank you for having me really appreciate it and we just will hope to see everybody uh to come out on may 11th to just see what's new this year because it's going to be new and it's going to be uh, energized and exciting. 
Real quick, mm-hmm. what's the website? ColemanMemorial.org. And if somebody wants to volunteer, they can call our office, 691 6906. Another great opportunity to be involved with our community and make it a better place. Uh, remember, you can uh, watch this again if you missed it on Facebook. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on <laughs> a lot of different places. Yeah. Peoria yes, TV. And, we'll and uh, we're, we're glad to share the great things that are happening in Peoria. Thank you. And even have some grassroots here in Peoria. Absolutely. Yep. Started right here. So, um, you know, this national organization started right here with two sisters that were born and raised in Peoria, Illinois. So it is a Peoria story. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. PeoriaLife.com.